Uh, I want to thank you all for coming out to hear the word this morning. I know that there are a lot of things you can be doing this morning, but instead you came out and you chose to hear the word of God. <clears throat> um, you know, I often say how important it is to study the word of God. And how important it is to just meditate on the word of God. All right. And. And to be honest, that's actually why I haven't been on this podcast in a while. Is because I've have been I've been taking some time out to study the word of God and get back into the word. All right. Because you know you you do these podcasts and this is really for a lot of these Christian shows and Christian podcasts and whatever what have you. You know and this actually has to do with what I want to talk to you about today. We get so caught up in doing these Christian podcasts and you know we say um, oh, we're doing this in the name of the Lord, um, or, you know, we're doing this with good intentions and that may be so, but it gets to a point where you develop a habit where you're just making podcasts after podcast after podcast or show after show after show or episode after episode after episode, all right? And it tends to be that, all right, you're not, you're, you yourself, the person themselves who is hosting these podcasts or episodes or shows, they're not getting anything out of it because it just becomes a habit to them. And they're not even studying the word anymore. They're not even in the word anymore like they used to be. All right. And they're just saying what they're saying out of habit. Okay. So. That's why you have not heard from me in a while, because I took time out so I can get back into studying the word. So it doesn't become kind of like a habit or just a rut or just like something I'm doing. Okay. Um, I'm not going to give a whole long introduction like how I usually do. All right, but I will say this, I will say this for those who do listen to this podcast, please, please, please. Keep me uplifted in your prayers, not just once, but daily or routinely, that the Lord continues to give me the will and the desire to do this podcast, all right? Because there are some times when I really just don't feel like doing it and when 
I say, you know what, there are some other things that need to get done around here, you know, um, and I try to think of excuses sometimes why not to do it. And sometimes they almost work. And a lot of times it seems that as I get older, it can be harder and harder to want to do this. All right. Um, so please keep me uplifted in your prayers because prayer works prayer seriously works okay so keep me uplifted in your prayers that God continues to give me the will and the passion to do this and not only that but the wisdom and the knowledge to do it and how to do it all right and so that I can continue to present this podcast and present the gospel to try and reach those who do not have Christ. And I may lead others to Christ. Okay. I want to thank you all so much, you know, who have been listening for a long time. You know, that really warms my heart and that really, um, that really brings a sort of comfort to me knowing that what I'm doing is not in vain. All right. All I ask is that you continue to listen. All right. Doesn't matter what episode you listen to. Just please continue to listen to to this podcast. All right. Now, <laughs> before before I start crying, <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing, everybody. I'm playing. I'm playing. But seriously, what I want to talk to you today about is does righteousness count what i want to talk to you today's topic that i want to talk to you about today is does righteousness count all right and i'm going to be reading today from the book of isaiah and from the book of romans all right so the question is, does righteousness count? What do I mean by that? Does righteousness count? Well, I want to start out by answering that question. The answer to that question is yes and no. I'm going to tell you how it does count, and I'm going to tell you how it doesn't count. All right? First, I want to ask you this question. I want to ask you this question. How many people, how many of you in life strive to be a good person? Simple question. How many people in life strive to be a good person? Okay, 
want to be the best person you can be. Hopefully, you know, it's everyone. Hopefully, it's everyone. Okay? I know I try to be the best person I can be. I try to be the best man I can be. Um, try to be the best uncle that I can be. All right? Um, hopefully, you try to be the best person that you can be. You try to be a good person. Okay? Um and I'm not just referring to Christians. I'm not just referring to, um, I'm not just referring to, um, non-Christians. I'm talking about everybody. Everybody should pretty much try to be the best person they can be. They should try to be a good person. They should. All right. That's called being righteous. Now, when you go before Christ Jesus in heaven, however, when you go before Christ Jesus in heaven, are those righteous deeds going to count? The answer is no. Rather, I should say, are those righteous deeds going to get you into heaven? Let me say that. Okay, that's a better way to put it. Are those righteous deeds going to get you into heaven? The answer is no. Okay. Because when Christ Jesus is, when you stand before Christ Jesus and he is looking at you and he is looking um through your life and he is evaluating your life and everything that you have done in your life. Okay. He's going to be looking at all the things that you've done. Okay. And I can only imagine him saying, all right. Oh, such and such. When you've done this. Wow. You. Okay. You've done that. Wow. That's a. Okay. Wow. That was, that was really good. Okay. Age this. You did that. Okay. Wow. You. Save somebody from a burning building. Wow. Okay. Okay. Wow. You save somebody from jumping off a cliff. Okay. You talk somebody out of school. Wow. That is great. You have an exemplary record. Okay. I'll give that record an A plus. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Nowhere in here does it say that you accepted me into your life. Well, what about all those great things that you said that I just did? Jesus, what about that whole list that you just named off? You said that I had an A-plus record. I mean, I saved someone from a burning building. What about that? None of that's going to get you into heaven. You do have an A-plus record, but that's not what's going to get you into heaven. You never accepted me into your life. Now, that's, I doubt that that's really what Jesus is going to say, okay, word for word. But that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen, okay? Well, how, how do I know this? Turn with me to the book of Isaiah chapter 64, verses 6. The book of Isaiah chapter 64, verses 6.
Book of Isaiah, chapter 64, verses 6. But we are all like an unclean thing, and all our righteousness are like filthy rags. We all fade as a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind have taken us away. Notice where it says all our righteousness are like filthy rags. Okay. What that means is in some Bibles, rather than say filthy rags, they use the word rubbish. Okay. What that means is that when you go before Jesus and he sees if you are deserving to go to get into heaven or not, to get into his kingdom or not, all right, he's not going to look at what you've done. That and um as a fact that will get you into his kingdom. Because when you go before Christ Jesus, all the righteous things that you have done is going to be like nothing. It's going to be it's going to be like garbage. It doesn't even matter. Like rubbish, like filthy rags. It doesn't even matter. Turn with me to the book of Romans chapter 3. Verses 19 through 23. The book of Romans chapter 3 verses 19 through 23. And I'm going to go a little way back. A little ways back for a while. Okay. After reading. Um, after reading this set of scripture. Now we know that what things soever the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law, that every mouth may be stopped, and all the world may become guilty before God. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall be no flesh, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. Remember verse 20. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon them all that believeth, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now you see everything that I have just read right there. That is the reason why Christ Jesus had died for our sins. That is the reason why Christ Jesus had died for our sins. I'm going to read verse 20 again. Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for the law is the knowledge of sin. 
Okay, I'm going to go back for a little bit. You have to remember that, okay, it was God who had presented us, or God who gave us the law, okay? He had written the law and had given it to Moses, and Moses had presented it to us. Now, God is perfect. Therefore, everything he does is perfect, okay? Everything he does is perfect. And that includes writing the law, okay? So God gave us the law. He gave, by us, I'm referring to um, the Israelites. So God gave us the law. He gave us this perfect governmental system. Wow. That sounds like everyone's dream. A perfect system. No system that we can complain about. All right? No long, no never would you ever hear anybody say, "Oh, well, there's something wrong with the system. There's something wrong with the system. There's something wrong with the system." No. God gave us a perfect system. God gave us a perfect system. Okay? problem was is man was not perfect okay man was not perfect see God made man perfect but man having choice and I'm going prior to the law alright man having choice decided that he, and when I say he, I'm referring to Adam and Eve, decided that he was going to sin. So man is not perfect. God's law is perfect. All right? The two clash. They don't go together. Okay? Man cannot live up to God's expectations. They cannot live up to the law. This perfect governmental system that we all want, all right, that we all complain about, even to this day, we want a perfect system, one with no corruption, one with um, no mistakes, no flaws, where everyone is happy, everyone gets what they need, it's fair, the thing that we still complain about to this day. God gave it to the Israelites. It was 100% perfect. Okay? It's just man could not live up to this perfect law. Okay, no matter how hard they tried, no matter how righteous these people were, okay? That's all they had to that's all they had to go by back then was righteousness and their faith in God. All right? 
Christ Jesus was not alive back then yet. He did not walk, rather I should say Christ Jesus did not come down and walk the earth yet, okay? So man did not have the opportunity yet to be saved by grace, okay? All they had was the chance to live by righteousness and have faith in God. Okay. That was it. Which ultimately led to a lot of condemned people. All right. And that's just the way it was because, man, no matter how righteous they were, no matter how hard they tried, they just could not live up to God's expectation. Now, that's another. Now, getting into that, I don't want to get too much into that because that's another story or that's another topic, rather, I should say, for another day. But God ended up seeing this and He, all right, in a nutshell, he, he said, okay, I'm going to give you all a final sacrifice so that you will no longer have to make any more sacrifices. I'm going to give you all the sacrifice of all sacrifices. And he gave us Jesus Christ, his son. Okay. Now. Christ died for us. Christ rose from the grave. Okay. We are no longer under the law. There is no excuse anymore. There's no longer any excuse. Why we should not be able to get into heaven. Okay. Now, am I saying, you know. Oh, we shouldn't have to live righteously. You know, we shouldn't have to, you know, be good. You know, it doesn't matter if we're good or not. It doesn't matter if we're righteous or not. You know, um, you know, as long as we have Christ Jesus in our life. No, that's not what I'm saying. Please do not go tell your mother's dad. Do not go tell your dad's dad. Don't go tell your sister's dad. Don't tell your brother's dad. Don't go tell the cows and the chickens and the roosters that, okay? Um, okay? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. And as proof of that, okay, because we have to understand that Christ, remember when he was talking to the Pharisees, he said, I did not come to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law. See, Christ, he never wanted to get rid of the law. All right? Because there was nothing wrong with the law. There was no flaws in it. All right? There was no corruption in it. There was no holes in it. Okay? There was nothing wrong with the law. That was a good thing. The only problem is it just didn't fit with man. All right. I'll give you I'll give you an analogy. Trying to put the law together with man 
That's like that's like taking a glass of pure water and taking another hand of dirt, putting that dirt in the pure water and hoping that that water is going to stay pure. It's not going to happen. Okay? It just clashes. The water is still water. Okay? And I'm sure that, you know, if some by somehow you were to take all the dirt out of the water, the water would be pure again. But because it has all this dirt in it, you can't drink the water anymore. It's tainted. It's just like the law. There was nothing wrong with the law. It was just that when you put perf when you try to put perfection with imperfection, it clashes. Okay? So Christ, he didn't want to abolish the law. There was nothing wrong with the law. Alright, he just wants to fulfill the law. He wants to do something even better. Because the law was a great thing. But God knew that man would never be able to live up to the law. So he said, you know what? The law is going to stay there. But from now on, and he did not say this word for word, okay? I'm just... In a nutshell, this is what happened, okay? So now, basically, it's like, okay, the law is still going to be there. However, from now on, we're going to have the law as like a moral guidance, a moral code, whatever, what have you, okay? The law is not going to dictate our lives anymore. All right. That is not. What we are going to live by to try and get into heaven. Christ Jesus fulfilled the law by dying on the cross and by raising from the tomb and by ascending into heaven. Okay. And in doing so, we are then saved by grace. We are then saved by grace. Okay? So now, again, as I said, when you go before Christ Jesus, okay, and you say, well, you know, didn't I, didn't I, you know, live by the, by all of your commandments? First of all, that's impossible. No one can live by all the commandments. All right. Not back then, not before Christ and not today. People try to. I don't know why it is impossible. All right. People think that that is their barometer into getting into heaven. OK. And I don't know why, because that is impossible. If people think that if people if people think, excuse me, <laughs> trying to get it out. If people think that they can get into heaven 
by keeping all of the laws, then heaven is going to be a very empty place. It's going to be a ghost town, in fact. All right. So as I was saying, when you go before Christ Jesus, all right, and you say, well, I, I kept the law, didn't I? You know, didn't I do this? Didn't I do that? Didn't I do this? Didn't I do that? Didn't I keep the Ten Commandments? Well, first of all, even if you did keep the Ten Commandments, all right, for the record, for those of you who do not know, all right, there are a lot more than just Ten Commandments in the law, okay? All right? Do not let um, the Christian cartoons put it in your head that there are only 10 commandments, all right? I'm not not I don't mean to knock Christian cartoons, okay? I really don't. All right? Growing up, um that's all I that's all I really like to watch anyway. Um that's all my brother lets his children watch, all right? That's a great thing. However, you know, a lot of people they only hear about the 10 commandments. Okay, not knowing that there are a lot more laws and commandments than that. Okay, and if you ever want to um, challenge yourself into looking up um, what all the laws are and what they mean, um, just read the book of Exodus. Um, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, all right? Particularly Numbers and Leviticus, okay? It'll tell you everything you want to know about the law, the laws, okay, that God had gave us, meaning the Israelites. Um, I'm getting a bit off topic here, all right? So as I said, you go before Christ, you said, well, didn't I keep the laws? I don't care even if you did keep every single law, which you didn't. If you did not accept me into your life, you cannot get into heaven. I didn't die for no reason. I didn't just, you know, come to earth, you know, just to say, well, you know, there's this new form of Roman punishment that I've been thinking of trying out. You know, um, and I really want to get the full effect of it. So, you know, I'm, I think I'm just going to die on the cross. No. Okay. Jesus died for our sins. And, you know, I make jokes and I try to make you laugh and I have a sense of humor, but everything I say when I bring these episodes to you, I'm, I'm very serious. Okay. I'm very serious. It's good to have a sense of humor, okay? It's great to have the audience riveted, as they say, okay? But I'm very serious. Jesus didn't come down here to die for his health. Okay? As ironic as that sounds or redundant as that sounds, okay? <laughs> He died so that we may have the opportunity to accept him into our lives 
so that we would be saved by grace so that we would not have to try to live up to God's perfect law. Okay. So for everybody who says, oh, the, you know, the curse of the law, the curse of the law, you know, the law, you know, is a curse. The laws, no, the law is not a curse. There's no such thing as the curse of the law. Okay. It just sounds like a bad movie title. Okay. Um, no, the law was perfect in every sense of the word. It just did not go well together with man. Okay. Now, as I said, remember, we still do have to live righteously. Still do have to live righteously. Okay. That is a part of being a Christian. Part of being a Christian is we have to live as though we are living for the Lord. Okay. That's how... We are supposed to live the same way how Christ walked this earth. The same, the same thing, the same morals that Christ had when he walked this earth. All right. Because yes, Christ was all about love. Christ was all about forgiveness. Okay. And um, amongst other things that I probably can name off the top of my head if I really tried. Okay. But I'm not really going to because I don't want to get too far into that. But yes, all right, the same way how Christ lived his life, that is how we should try to live our life, all right? Hence the word Christ-like, okay, like Christ, all right? We should try to live as though we are living unto the Lord, okay? So yes, we should try to live righteously, but we have to remember that Our righteous works is not what's going to get us into heaven. And you know, that can be very tricky sometimes, as a matter of fact. Because remember what I said in the beginning of this episode? I told you the reason why I took a break from making this podcast. All right? Is because I had to get back into studying the word. Because that can be a problem for a lot of um, a lot of um, Christian shows and Christian podcasts and Christian um, radio shows, Christian TV shows, whatever, whatever, whatever. Okay, and I don't always blame them because it can it can you know it can be very tricky sometimes because. The reason why we start this podcast, these podcasts, the reason why we start these shows is to help people grow in the Christian faith, to help people with their Christian faith. All right. To, um, to help other people, to help lead other people to Christ. All right. And we do this to help to spread the gospel. We do this in a way um, for us to spread the gospel because we know that as Christians, all right, one of our biggest responsibilities is to spread the word of Christ. Spread the gospel of Christ. 
And I'm sure along the way, some somewhere, all right, like me, we say, oh, well, you know, starting a podcast, you know, that's a great way to spread the gospel. Or starting a radio show, that's a great way to spread the gospel. You know, still, it can be very tricky because, all right, you see that, oh, well, I'm very good at doing this. You know, um, I'm very, I'm very good at, 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 um, at making podcasts. I seem to be reaching a lot of people, you know, every single time I start an episode. This is, this, this is what I'm called to do. And maybe you are called to do that. All right. Still, however, you know, you start making that a habit in the sense that, you know, every single day, make a new podcast, every single day, make a new podcast, every single day, make a new podcast, all right, and so on and so forth and what have you, all right, that you tend to forget yourself to study the word. You, as the host of that radio show, of that television show, of that podcast, you yourself start to forget to study the word. You don't mean to, all right? You have great intentions, all right? Intentions that nobody, you know, should knock, okay? But... You know, you just, you just begin to steer away from studying the word for, um, for yourself. And as I said, you know, you're doing a righteous thing by giving all of these episodes of the gospel and leading other people to Christ. And yes, you may be leading other people to Christ Jesus. Okay. Maybe you are. All right. And you're doing a very righteous thing, but it becomes such a habit to you that you don't even really think about the gospel anymore. You don't really think about the gospel anymore and you tend to forget um you tend to forget that okay it's not these righteous deeds that I am doing that is going to get me into heaven this isn't what's going to get me into heaven all right No, that does not mean that you should stop, you know, doing these shows, that you should stop um, doing these podcasts, okay? But yes, sometimes you do need to take a vacation, okay, to get back into the Word um, for yourself. Because at the end of the day, you have to remember, when you die, okay, it doesn't matter how much people you lead to Christ, all right? It's you that may or may not be going into heaven. It's going to be all about you. All right. All the cameras, all the fingers, they're going to be pointed at you. 
when you go before Christ Jesus. So you still have to study the word and you still have to remember the gospel and study the gospel and remember that it's not about your righteous works. Again, and I want to really push this. I'm not saying that righteousness doesn't count. I'm going to speak more about that and how it does count because remember at the beginning of when I started talking about this, when I said righteousness, it doesn't, it doesn't count. I want to say how it does count also, okay? And I'm going to in a little, in a little bit, it's probably going to be a part two to this, all right? But we should always live as though we are living unto the Lord. All right. In everything that we do. I remember. Um, my nieces and nephews. Um, they used to come to me. You know, and they would say, um, Uncle D, I want to be this when I grow up. Or my niece would say, Uncle D, I want to be um, a singer when I grow up. Or I want to be a police officer when I grow up. Or I want to be a movie star when I grow up. Or... I want to be a fashion girl when I grow up. She didn't say model. She said fashion girl. All right. And she want to be all these things, you know, within like one week, you know. One day she would tell me she want to be one thing. The next day she would want to be another. And I said, Jakiah, you can be anything you want to be. When you grow up, just make sure you do it the righteous way. Okay. Just make sure you do it as though you are doing it unto the Lord. Okay. I say the same thing with my nephew. My nephew, you would say, you know, oh, um, I want to be an army man when I grow up. Um, I, I want to be a builder when I grow up. Um, next day, um, he would say he wants to be a power ranger when he grows up. I say, you can be anything you want to be. <laughs> you can be anything you want to be. Just make sure you do it the righteous way. And make sure you're doing it unto the Lord. At the time, I didn't really have it in me to say that he couldn't be a Power Ranger when he grew up. <laughs> okay. But you, under, you understand where I'm coming from. All right. We must live as though we are living for the Lord, okay? Still, 
we have to remember that it is not our righteous works that will get us into heaven. When we stand before Christ Jesus, all right, Christ Jesus, he will take into consideration what we have done throughout our lives. He will, okay? And I'm going to get into that. But despite what we do, all right, it doesn't matter if we look like Superman to a lot of people, okay? It doesn't matter if we are everybody's hero, if we're everybody's role model, all right? If, 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 or no matter how great we are, all right, if we don't accept Christ Jesus into our lives, we will not be getting into heaven. We will not be allowed into heaven. I want you to look at Romans chapter 3 verses 22 through 23 again. This is very important. Romans chapter 3, verses 22, excuse me, verses 22 through 23. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Rather, let me go back one. I'm going to start at verse 21. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe. For there is no difference, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All right. So, it doesn't even matter, no matter how much good deeds you have done, no matter how many righteous deeds you have done, even if you believe in Jesus, even if you believe in Jesus, because there are a lot of people out there, believe it or not, who do believe in Jesus, all right, there are. And they do, you know, they do um, do plenty of righteous works, all right? And they do have faith in Jesus Christ, okay? But that doesn't even matter, Okay? Even if you have faith in Jesus Christ. If you don't accept him into your life. If you don't accept him into your life. None of that matters. There's no difference. Doesn't matter 
if you have faith in him or don't have faith in him. If you didn't accept him into your life, you do not have salvation. For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. All right, I'll give you a quick example. I'll give you a quick example. Um, I'll throw you a name from the Old Testament. You take somebody like, like Noah. All right. Noah was a faithful man. He was a steadfast man. He was a family man. All right. Him and his, he, he was a, he ran his household the right way. His, him and his household was the only people at the time who believed in God. When everybody ridiculed him. They, I mean, everybody ridiculed Noah for building an ark. All right. That God had told him to build. Noah just kept on building, all right? Just kept on building. Even his family questioned him every once in a while. Said, no, God told us to build this. We're going to build it. Okay? Noah was a very righteous man. And it may seem cold, but that righteousness, no matter how righteous Noah was, it doesn't matter. No matter how much faith he had in God, all right, that did not matter. All right, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I'll give an even, um, I'll give another one. This is probably a better example, okay? Because um, this example I'm going to give to you, this person came after Moses. So this is probably a better example. Job. Job is regarded as one of the most righteous people in the Bible. Okay. Job lost it all. His wealth, his land, his family, his livestock. And he himself even even got horribly sick. All right? It got to the point where even his supposedly friends said, well, maybe it's your fault. Maybe you did something wrong. His wife said, why don't you just curse God and die? First of all, what kind of wife would tell their husband to just curse God? Second of all, what kind of wife would say 
just curse God so that God can just let you die. But Noah remained steadfast to God. He said, no. Everything's going to be all right. It was happening for a reason. All right. He remained steadfast to God. His belief remained in God. And again, still this might this might sound kind of cold, but despite how righteous he was, all right? No matter how much we use the term today, the patience of Job, no matter how much patience he had, no matter how much humility he had, that would not get him salvation, all right? Because he, just like everyone else, has sinned and have come short of the glory of God. Remember what I said before? No one could ever live up to God's gospel. That included Job. So, I'm going to stop right there and conclude part one of um, this episode and part two I'm going to talk about how righteousness does count when you go before Christ Jesus all right so I'm going to stop right there and I am going to um, close with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for the reading of your word, O Lord. Lord God, I pray, O Lord, that you just continue to give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, O Lord in the reading of your word. Heavenly Father, I pray that you just help us apply your word to our everyday lives, O Lord. Help us to live, Lord Jesus, as though we are living for you. Lord God, just continue to give us that passion and that desire in the will, in the knowledge, in the wisdom to continue to study your word, O Lord. So that we may grow in the Christian faith, O oh Lord, and that we may grow closer to you, Lord God. Lord, I thank you for your many blessings, Heavenly Father. In your name I pray, amen and amen. Now, before I let you go, I am going to read from the book of Galatians chapter 6. Verse 9, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Thank you all.